Welcome back to the conversations where we discover again and again where there's a will, there's a way, and where we learn how entrepreneurs around the world are creating a great life for everyone in the company. Well, welcome. Welcome to Where There's a Will, There's a Way. And remember, what we're doing in these conversations is is we're creating a context for everybody in the organization to live their ideal life. And today, we are privileged. We are privileged to have one of the people who helped me to get into this wonderful experience of EOS. Uh, Ed Callahan suffered long suffering to help me cross that cavity, cross that cap, that 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 gap into a wonderful world of being an EOS implementer. So Ed Callahan is an emeritus. He has been in EOS for over thirteen years, and he is going to talk to us today about all the great things that he's experienced in these past 13 years. So welcome, Ed. Thank you, Will. Great to be here. So, so Ed, tell me, tell me a little bit about uh, what your experience has been. What was your, your life like before you had your new EOS? And, and what was that like, uh, my goodness, 13 years ago? You were one of the early adopters of this. I certainly was. I certainly was, yeah. So I think my experience before EOS is probably a, a common theme that lots of people in this audience will have lived themselves, which is to say I had finished a corporate career. Um, and in my case, that was uh, more than 10 years at Sun Microsystems, which was just a wild ride and a wonderful ride. Um, after that, I had had the opportunity to run two small businesses, 10 to $30 million size businesses. Um, and so, in fact, as I like to tell my clients, you know, I have walked in your shoes. This is not me guessing as to what your life is like. I have experienced both the pain and the pleasure of being the final decision maker. Um, and and then I began a consulting career and I did a number of things. I was an interim CEO. I was a fractional VP of sales and was living a pretty good life. I mean, in general, I mean, it took a couple of years to get that rolling to, you know, get back to the income level that I wanted, but it was working. And, and then out of the blue, I mean, this is the fall of 2008. Uh, a friend of mine says he's been chatting with this guy from Ohio uh, who is talking to him about something called EOS. It sounds pretty interesting, but he's going to go in a different direction. And so would I mind if I, re- if, you know, if he gave this guy, it turns out it was Don Tinney, my name. And uh, sure, what the heck? <laughs> there's, there's no downside to meeting other people. And so, you know, Don and I chatted on the phone, uh, sounded interesting. Um, what, what did I know for sure? He, um, I asked was, you know, were there a number of people out there in the world doing this? He said that there were, I said, well, I'd love to speak to one or two little, little did I know it was the only one or two people who had any credibility. (laughs) It was was Peyton and Walt, you know, Mike Peyton and Walt Brown. And they were at that point. So there were only six people in the system besides Don and 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 uh, Gino, and those were the only two who had any traction at that point, right? So, but they handled it very professionally. Seemed like good people. Said they were thoroughly enjoying it, and so on and so forth. Don flew in to New Jersey. He had a client member back then. You know, there were six of them. So if a lead <laughs> came in in New Jersey, uh, Don Tinney's like the closest guy. He flies in. We met and. Uh, 
And with, you know, some concern, this was an unknown thing. I signed up to come out and see them in February of 09. So uh, there were four of us in my class. Um, and this was all around and, Gino's, Gino's session room table, oh yeah. right? I mean, what, what else did we need? <laughs> there were just not that many of us, you know. Um, and so we, you know, came in and did that. I always like to tell the story that when we did the 90-minute meeting, so there were so few of us that uh, Gino made Don get up in the rotation, right? <laughs> you have to go through it 10 times just to finish. So in any event, uh, completed boot camp, uh, got back out in the world, um, spent the next 90 days kind of experimenting with the idea of VTH and talking to people who love me. We didn't have that then, you know, the idea of talk to people who love you and who love the OS. It was pre-everything. We had the book, right? <laughs> That's what we had. Uh, and uh, Renee Bohr was there. Uh, so in any event, um, didn't get any clients for the first 90 days. None of us did. Um so we came back in and they said, you know, and by the way, the model was different back then. They were taking a piece of our action. That was the original model. Oh. And so here they were saying, <laughs> this is not working. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the start of burn the boats. Don indicated to the, the indicate, Don said it. Here's the deal, guys. You can't come back in 90 days if you don't have a client. Okay. Uh, you know, um, I got to figure out how to do this. I went out. I did burn the boats. The other guys didn't, by the way. They they banked them, <laughs> and they're still with us. So, I mean, we're all, three of the four of us survived and did well. We're still here. Um, and um, I got a client by hook or by crook. I think I, like, discounted it 50% and got it rolling. And, and it took me probably another year till I hit, or maybe six months, maybe six months till I got the five clients, another year till I got the 10. It was slow going, right? I mean, there wasn't anything out there. But as you know, um, it began to work really, really well. The flywheel started to spin. Um, and in my case, so that, that was really the start. And, and I was where I was meant to be. You know, I was going to be a teacher before, you know, I got out of college a million years ago. That's what I was going to do. And I always tell my clients now, so I'm a lucky guy. It's come full circle. I am a teacher. I just do it with adults now. Yeah. So, um, so that's, that's kind of how it all began. Um, you know, lots of fun stories from back then. And, um, and we started, all of us started to get some traction. Uh, and, and oh, they, well, the one other story I'll tell is that back then there was a guy and I won't name him. He's no longer with us, but he was, and he was, he was actually had been in Michigan for college, but was going back to Pakistan and he wanted a website with his picture on it. That was the big deal. We got to have, he would ask every time we get Gino, when are we getting our pictures on the website? We had a website, but, and Gino's rule was, I don't, he made it up as Gino does so convincingly. Here's the rule. When each of us has at least five clients, then we'll put our pictures, not, not any of us or just some of us, all of us have to have five clients. Then we'll put our pictures up. And that became the basis for becoming certified. Right. I mean, that was the original certified rule. Yeah. That's, that's it. so it's, it's all history in there. It's all built up like that. And so it was great. And, uh, you know, I've been at this for 13 years. I, as you know, I think, well, you, as well, you know, a couple of years in, 
probably 2015-ish, I think, Don and Gino decided that they needed to expand the leadership team. And Don asked me to join as the first ever recruiter and coach. And it was during that next two and a half years that I met you. Yes. Right? <laughs> and I can't leave this interview without telling this story that, you know, we used to, I had a, you know, we, just like we tell our clients, by the way, when Don did a wonderful thing, he said, you know, here's the seat. Here are the things you're responsible for. And he said, and for each of these responsibilities, recruiting being the example I'm going to use, here are the activities that I want you to undertake. And uh-huh. those included a webinar at least 11 of the 13 weeks of every quarter. And the objectives is that you need to recruit eight. That was, we were going to step up our game. We were going to try and bring in eight people. I mean, you might've started at four. I, it's, it's been a while, but four, I don't forget. Four, how, how many were in your class? Do you recall? Was it eight people uh, in your class? Oh, there was uh, 12. Oh, 12. So, okay. Much later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, those are the rules. And and I would report in the leadership, L10, right? My scorecard item was the number of effectively warm lead candidates, right? People who were expressed an interest in EOS had, had come to the webinar, had had a 30-minute conversation with me afterwards, and said they were interested in coming to boot camp. That's and you checked all those boxes. Right. And I even oh, paid my down payment. Oh, I think that we have down payments. <laughs> <laughs> And then began the waiting period. That's right. <laughs> so you should you should tell the folks oh, well, how well, long well, it was. Well, I I think it was a year and a half uh, uh, because every every quarter because that's when we had you know just in it was Detroit every quarter. Yep. Yep. And oh yeah. So so and 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 I I said I'm coming. I'm coming. There's no question about that in my mind. But right. I just got distracted by finding my own clients because we could right. do that then. And yep. I wound up with four clients. And mm-hmm. it was like, wow, well, do I really need to join this community? <laughs> and I actually called several implementers and said, tell me, what's the advantage of joining this community? Because I've got everything I need right now. Yeah, got and, some clients. Oh, they, would, they said, well, you have a community that's going to support you. And uh, getting together every quarter in Detroit is a is a very powerful way of uh, refining what you're doing. And eventually, I did. Now, I did lose that down payment. <laughs> hey, but you can only wait so long, Will. Well, that's right. I, I never faulted you for that because then I was ready to come. Yep. Oh, yeah. And we're glad you did. It's worked out well for all of us. But Absolutely. I, I, I and, do and, and worked that. out very well for, I still have some of those original four clients. Oh, is that right? Nice. And, and my fifth anniversary is coming up in August. Or oh, is that all right? All yes. Right. Very good. Very good. So, 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 so tell us some of the stories about your clients along the way. Well, you know, it was, you know, early days. Again, I, I was taking clients wherever I could find them, right? I mean... I had, in fact, I was just on the phone with a client from one of my earliest clients. I don't remember when, you know, whether it was the 16th or whatever it was, but early client, they were up in Massachusetts, Western Massachusetts. I used to take the uh, Amtrak train up to Hartford and then rent a car and then drive over the border into uh, Western Mass and see these people. They were a- where, where were they? Because I lived in Western Mass for 12 years. Oh, is that right? Is yes. That right? Well, they're right just 
nearby, I'm going to look it up while I'm talking to you, um, by the Basketball Hall of Fame. In fact, I used to, I Springfield. Used to, Springfield. Springfield. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so they were actually, their headquarters was in Chicopee. Oh, yes. Chicopee, Mass. No Chicopee yeah. very well. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, so in any event, uh, and so maybe I took the train to Springfield, not to Hartford, right? I probably took the train to Springfield and then drove. Right. right. But in any event, uh, he just called the other day. Ah. Great, great story. I mean, it was, and, and and it really talks to how intimate the experience for all of us were was back then. Meaning, uh, I got a call. You know, uh, a call came in. I guess uh, I, I must have went through EOS Worldwide, and, and they gave it to me because, again, I was the most northeast guy. There was nobody <laughs> northeast of me. Nobody oh. in New York, nobody in Boston. Um, so I became the guy. So anyway, they said, you know, we have a self-implementer who would who was considering bringing on an implementer. So why don't you chat with them? So I talk with these folks and they say to me, um, well, here's what we really want to do. We want you to come in and do an annual. You know, we've been doing our own quarterlies. We'd like you to come in and do a two-day annual you know, would you be willing to do that? Well, of course I would, but I really wasn't sure whether what the process should have been. So anyway, I I think that I, you know, went did what we always do. We said, look, no matter what, you've been civil, we should do a 90, right? And then I'll come up and do that. But uh, I got off the phone and I called Gino. And that was the, by the way, that was the source. Whenever we had a question, we just called Gino. Um <laughs> And to his credit, you know, at the end of his session day, you know, he had all his assistants back then. He would just leave the client and this and his session room assistant would come in and then he would typically in his drive home, which wasn't very far, uh, dictate his notes and so forth. And he would return phone calls. And, and he called me up and I or he called me back and I said, self-implementer. I had never done one before. They want a two day annual. I think I had done annuals by then. I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, and he said, you know, Ed, you can do that. Maybe that makes sense for them, and maybe you'll know better after you do the 90. But he said, my recommendation is to tell them you want to start their implementation from Focus Day. He said, you'll basically, because they've been self-implementing, you'll be able to pull this off, Focus Day, VB1, VB2, in two days. Whoa. That's what he recommended. In those two days that they were ready to commit to, right, right. for a two-day annual, do in- instead do this three-day marathon, you know, but he said, I assume it'll go a lot quicker because they kind of know all the tools. You'll right. just be tweaking them up. And uh, and so it went and I became their implementer really, really well. Family business, mechanical construct uh, contractors, four siblings. And I'll never forget my that uh, the next annual, you know, the true two day annual when we did team health. And, you know, tell everybody one thing that nobody in the room knows, right? You know, he's like, what? You know, um, three brothers and a sister. What what, what don't we know about each other? <laughs> that we're willing uh, to tell. <laughs> right, right, right. So I said, so look, you know, trust the process here. Do your darndest, right, to think of something that your siblings don't know in this case. And the end of this story was the, probably the most powerful powerful uh, two-day annual team health e- example. They came around to what turns out to be their youngest brother, and he's answering all the questions. And I don't even remember what he said, honestly, except that he brought his siblings to tears. I mean, it, it was that impactful. They had never heard him talk about this. And it, it's something I wish for every implementer yeah. that 
you not that necessarily somebody has to cry, although, as Gino always says, right, it's better if they cry. And if not, you can cry. <laughs> but um, but the idea of being that vulnerable, finally telling his siblings whatever it was he told them that day, and uh, they were just moved to tears. And it was really a powerful wow. moment, probably one of my wow. best annuals ever. Wow. And And they just called the other day. I mean... Um, called me up. The integrator's getting ready. They become an HMO, um, um, not an HMO, an ESOP. <laughs> uh-huh. they, uh, and he wanted to know how could he bring in an integrator. And, you know, we're, we're talking that through now. You know, I recommended Rocket Fuel University and all the things that we would normally do. But this is great. This is like 10 years since of, you know, uh, yeah, probably 10 years now yeah. since they graduated again, right? I mean, I think I was with them for another three years, and then they graduated. Anyway, that's probably one of one of for me one of the stories. And it was just, like I said, they just called. Yeah, yeah, right. So this is somebody that, and so I think that's a message to anybody listening. These the folks you work with, the clients you work with, will become friends for life. Yeah, well, right? that's Don Sassy's story over and over again, right? I mean, yep. he he keeps those clients forever because they're they want him to be there, and he talks about how how close they are in terms of friendship. And and this, I, he probably calls me once every year or two with some specific question. It's quite interesting. So that that's probably one that I can think of, and and maybe another one that I'd share with your clients is I have a I had a client I had him over eight years, and he only just um, chose with my agreement to move to a different implementer. He was my last travel client. Remember back then I would travel anywhere. I don't travel anywhere now, (laughs) right? Everybody comes to my my session room. But up until about a year ago, I had this one client I used to drive about an hour and 10 minutes for down towards Baltimore. I'm in Philadelphia just for sure. Maybe I should have said that to begin with for for anybody who doesn't know me and sees this video. But um, so every, after about three or four years, and doing all sessions, by the way, they never moved to just annuals. I mean, I've been with them for eight years and I did every session for eight years. And after about three years, I would say to them, you know, guys, you could, it, we've been through the tools. <laughs> you could graduate. Um, nope, 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 we're good. In fact, uh, I was just telling another client of mine who's struggling that this client was super struggling, family business. Um, when we first got together, I mean, one of the things we did once we got to quarterlies every quarter was they wanted to IDS, how are we going to make revenue and profit and, and next quarter? I mean, that was the key IDS, wow. right? You know, what, what's in the backlog? I mean, I didn't have to do much, but just kind of referee their conversations because they knew what they had to do. But the whole idea of the team saying, what do we all have to do? It's not just on the sales guy, right? What do we all have to do to get this to happen? And the beauty, and so after two or three years, they got past the issues that they were having, cash flow and so on and so forth. In fact, they've doubled, more than doubled in size, probably, now I'll say doubled in size over the course. And they were, you know, larger than $10 million when we started. Whoa. They've doubled in size, extremely profitable, whole new banking arrangement. In since 2020, 2020, 21, 22, well, no, I guess it's 19, 20, and 21, successively best years <laughs> ever in the heart of COVID. Yeah, yeah. So what a powerful story. And this guy, the family, another family business, by the way, husband, wife, sister of husband, 
son of husband and wife, and then others. And uh, great company, great people, real friends. Um, and finally, about a year ago, they said, you know, we think we might have found a guy we could use down here. You've always told us to get somebody local, and they did. Oh, nice. uh, but I, uh, they're a lovely, lovely client. And again, talk about impact, right? Yeah. I mean, EOS and its tools got them through this really difficult time at the front end, and they swear by it. And as I said, they haven't, quote, graduated, right? They have an implementer, yeah. <laughs> first me for eight years, and now this other gentleman, and every quarter. So pretty powerful stuff. and impactful well well tell me about now now we 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 talk about eos life now when i got started uh eos life was what attracted me for my life right Uh, right so that i was doing what i loved because i'm a teacher too doing what Mm -hmm. i loved with people that i love and i came to love you and every other one of the people in the community so doing what I love with people I love, I knew I was making a great impact, just like you're talking about now. I was right. certainly getting compensated appropriately. And and it, it, you know, gave me plenty of time to do my other passions. So that was important to me. And, and then I began to discover in implementing EOS that, my goodness, these CEOs who are working 60, 70 hours a week, when when they could get to work less than 40 hours a week and still see their business growing. Oh, right. huge difference. Right. Then with Gino's book on the EOS life, that became really clear to me that the goal was to have that possibility for everybody in the company. Right. All the way down to the button pushers, the, the floor sweepers, the manufacturing mm-hmm. people on the line, so that everybody was doing what they loved with people that they loved. They could see how what they were doing was helping the company move forward to make the world a better place. They were all getting compensated appropriately, and, and if they wanted more money, they knew how to bring more value to the company and increase their compensation. And And not only... Did the, did they have more time with their families and other passions? But the company reveled in hearing about what they were doing in right. their their time away. So, is that something that's always been true in in the in the implementation? Well, you know, Don, as you know, is the author of those famous five lines, which is now so much a part of uh, the fabric of the EOS community. Uh-huh. Um, but it didn't exist. I mean, I think we were doing it. I mean, that's, I mean, it, it, as you often see him do in a QCE, maybe not as much as he once did, but he still stands up almost always in every QCE. He has a thought. He's usually taking notes on his iPad or whatever device he's using. And he did it, you know, I, however long ago when he first said, I've really been thinking about it. And this, it seems to me is what we are all doing. And so at the beginning, it wasn't the broader thinking that you're talking about, which I think is spot on, right? EOS life for not only the owner of the business, but for as many employees and ideally all employees. But in the beginning, it was really meant to remind us of what we were doing and what EOS could be doing through us, right? We were the conduit to bring EOS to others. And so I think when he first talked, first of all, we were just blown away. 
right? I mean, the room erupted in a standing ovation because it so says who and what we are. And so I would say in the beginning, it was more us, right? And getting us to believe it and starting to talk about it and sharing examples of our EOS life in the community, right? To where it became a living, breathing part of us. And then slowly but surely, we all of us began to incorporate it into the sessions, right? Talk about it, particularly around annual time, that this is what we hope for you. We wish for you. And I think, again, in the beginning, we were talking through the leadership team. Uh So I think I think the U.S. life has evolved to your point. Eventually, now we see it in book form. And I think all of us hope that we can encourage, uh, teach, facilitate, and help our clients such that as many of their employees can also reap that benefit. Certainly for me personally, um, you know, my wife, my wife often says to me, so how come you didn't do this earlier? <laughs> There wasn't a lot of earlier to be done, uh, you know, maybe a year. I think I think Peyton, you know, was a year or 18 months ahead of me. Um, but the I mean, she sees it. I mean, when I returned from a session, you know, she bless her soul. We've been getting t- together a really long time and she always pretends that she's really interested in listening. And then I notice her eyes glaze over after a while and I stop talking. Because <laughs> I'm excited. I'm on fire when I leave a session, right? It's, yeah. you know, I always tell my clients, my VTH ends or, you know, ends typically with, you know, and this is all I'm going to do until I stop doing anything. Right. And um, uh, so, so, so EOS Life has really been extraordinarily beneficial to me. You know, I'm an empty nester for a long time now. I've got five grandchildren. So traveling to see those kids, uh, traveling with my wife uh, is what we love to do. Uh, I lost my brother last year. This afforded me the opportunity to travel to see him and, you know, in the last months of his life. Uh, We've had some medical issues this year. Boy, this has been perfect. But independent of even those two major things, it's given us, me and my wife, the opportunity to do what we love doing and fit it into this wonderful life, making more money than, you know, most people at this part of their career. You mentioned I'm emeritus now, and that really is an opportunity for me to slow the practice down and still contribute to the community. And so it's a wonderful new status or whatever level that they have introduced into the community. And so it continues to be my perfect EOS well, life. But part of what you started, right? And Gino mm-hmm. apparently wrote down on, on, on a napkin in a restaurant that by 2020, we would be implementing, uh, we would have implemented in 10,000 companies. Right, right, and, right. and I understand Don said, how do you see that happening? And Gina said, I don't know. (laughs) Well, now that we've accomplished that goal and 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 now just think, uh, think for a moment that if if we think that our our prediction, not our goal, not our hope, but our prediction that by 2030, we will have implemented EOS in 100,000 companies. If we use the number 50 as the average number of employees in the companies that we're working with, that's 5 million people. 
that we will have impacted, yeah, yeah. not counting their families or their, you know, the right. vendors or anything, but just 5 million yep. people. That's a yep. major impact on, on companies. And when I look at where we are right now uh, in terms of employment and resignation and remote and this and that, and all this churn, not just churn in people, right. but churn in, in vision. We seem to be right in the right place to help people really get a handle on where do we want to go and how are we going to get there and who's going with us? Oh, we do. And it's always amazed me. I mean, you know, uh, the ups and downs of the world, right? The economy is up, the economy is down. You know, Gino, you know, reminds us all that in every 10 year cycle, I think he got this from Dan Sullivan or maybe one of his other mentors, maybe his dad, you know, there'd be two two great years, six average years, and two terrible years. Well, you know, this is probably my second round of two terrible years. You know, I was here in the crash and back in 2008, and certainly I've lived through this COVID time. And what's amazed me, but I think it speaks to our value, is demand got a little soft at the beginning of both of those uh, problems, but not terribly. Now, Now, mind you, by the time both things happened, um, thank goodness I was established, right? right? You know, had this happened at the, you know, very beginning or uh, of my time that might have hurt me. And I'm sure some of the people who joined during COVID had some issues. But in my case, um, I've been thrilled, but I think it talks to our value that even in these times, then and now, people rarely blink once they understand the value when they hear your fee, right? I mean, it just makes sense to them. Right. Um, and and that's such a wonderful thing. And I really do think it reinforces, and I really would say this to any implementer who thinks, geez, can I really charge, you know, what, 5000 or whatever? I mean, Don talked me into charging 3500 when I began. <laughs> and I was a little nervous, right? Because 3000 was, you know, kind of the bare minimum always has been. Maybe it's even higher now. I don't know. But I remember being nervous about that. And, you know, uh, I'm now double that. And and, and it's just, uh, again, I think it's a reinforcement to all of us that we bring such value, right? right? We enable them to achieve such goals they never dreamed they could get to, right? Uh, heights, uh, profitability, uh, and, and, and truly the EOS life. I mean, it's uh, for, for them and their employees. It's, it's a wonderful thing. So have you, surely you have, but what, tell us about a client who has, has self-consciously made the decision to extend this EOS life, or at least create the context for people, the possibility for people to live this ideal life. Tell us about a company that's actually gone about doing that. Well, you know, that's a great, it's a great question. I mean, I I would think perhaps more than anything, it's that company I told you about in in Maryland that really is a relatively small company in terms of numbers of people. Um, um, and um, I I won't name their business because it'll identify them almost immediately, and I haven't see, see, sought their permission to do so. Uh, although I'm pretty confident he he and she would be happy to have their name brought out. They have taken the time, and by the way, again, remember what I said about these people. This was a company who was challenged when I first got uh, to to make sure everything was working, that they were paying the bills, that they were building their product inventory and so forth. Once 
success came and it wasn't overnight, three, four years in to where they could not only breathe easily, but, you know, kind of celebrate, you know, they've gone out of their way for each and every employee. In fact, one of the things that they did, like in all small businesses, it's often people have been around you a long time, right? I mean, this is, uh, you know, I would say 85% of, and they probably had about 30 employees when we started, uh, 85% of those have been with them plus 10 years. And as you know, not everybody's a perfect employee. Right. And their challenge was to understand, and they have done this well, that it's in the interest of the great employees that you have to be kind enough to give the less than great employees the opportunity to pursue careers elsewhere. <laughs> yes. um, and it took them a long time to get there. I mean, for all the obvious reasons, but they have since done that. And I don't think, you know, I mean, nobody's perfect. They'll hire somebody at some point that they won't, you know, perhaps have the right results. But right now I would say they're on such, they're on fire. They, they have people that love what they're doing. People that all see themselves as one company and they go out of their way to seek what each person needs for their EOS life. I mean, one of the things they did with their core values, which I thought was interesting early on, uh, you know, we asked them to do call outs. We like we do in our QCEs, the, the nugget, not the nuggets, but the call outs, core value call outs, uh, shout outs. Um, what they did, which I thought was pretty cool, was they said what we will do is every quarter they have five core values and they made up colored wristbands, different color for each of their values with the value written on it. You can earn a wristband for each of those values by nominating someone else. Whoa. Right? By observing somebody else living a core value and then you calling that out, which I thought was really a great way to embed it in the heart of the company, right? So it wasn't the leaders always calling, observe, you know, observing this. And then uh, for every wristband you earned during the quarter, you got, you know, your name in a hat. So you could have it five times, I guess, because I don't think you could earn, you, I, you could earn up to five wristbands in a quarter. And then they typically started out with a weekend away, <laughs> right, from, you know, dinners and so forth. But it did, they did a wonderful job, I think, of weaving the idea of you deserve rewards. And, and, and if we can link this to the benefits of living our core values, you know, we all win. Um, and so I think that's a great example of a client, one of my best clients and ones that I feel have gone out of their way to take the EOS life beyond just them, the owners, right? But to, to so give it to everybody. Could you see uh, an implementer after, you know, a year, two years, when the company has stabilized, is seeing revenue growth, they're happy with that. Can you see an implementer in a quarterly when you're going through the VTO, coming down to that 10-year target, which is 50 million, 150 million, what, whatever number? Can you see an implementer saying, can I ask you a question? How, you know, when you think about all the people in the company, how motivating is that $150 million 10-year target? And, you know, you can just imagine the eye eyebrows going up and say, well, now, mm -hmm. now, I would never tell you what to do at all, but could I share with you a story from other, some of my other clients? Mm -hmm. What would it be like if, if you added to your 10-year target, of course, you've got your revenue number, but you added to it 
by the time we hit our 10-year target, 100% of the people in this company will be either living the EOS life or have a clear path to it. What do you think that would do for, oh, I don't know, attracting great people to your company if, if that was part of your recruitment package? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do you think that would do for retaining your great employees right now? And, and how motivating do you think that would be for the company? I mean, it's a fascinating idea, Will. Um, and of course, in how, how could I not want to see that be true for every one of my clients and every one of the clients that we all work right. with? So here's my observation and, and my feedback. Um, I think if any of us observe and owners, particularly owners, uh, as opposed to hired CEOs, but particularly owners uh, who have achieved and are, and are grateful to have achieved, you know, recognize that that the EOS life has occurred and has happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think in those instances, perhaps asking that question might be really interesting. Yeah. But I would say only in those uh-huh. questions. Right. Okay. I mean, and so I would, you know, I mean, we we, as you know, and as you point out, said at the beginning of that comment that, you know, we're not here to to, you know, push people in a certain direction. Right. right. But I think I think the idea of an owner having and, and, you know, presumably said out loud, whoa, you know, look what this has done for me. That person or people could, I think, envision and embrace the concept you just thought, hmm, what if? And and, and by the way, I think you're in very much um, in the right spirit. I mean, when I when my clients talk about through your picture, I'll talk about that for a minute. And they get down to the, you know, past the revenue, uh, profit, and immeasurable. Uh, And they start on the 5 to 15 or a handful, I guess we say correctly now, of things. I ask, are these things impactful for the rest of the people, the people not in this room, right? I I, I really spend energy on that. I said, it's a pick. We call it Gino, called it a picture on purpose, right? He wants the rest, you to be able to describe to the rest of your employees kind of the results of them giving their lifeblood to the company, right? What? So, so, so please don't give, I'd suggest to you, actually, I'd probably say, please don't give me, <laughs> you know, more data, you know, uh, how many of these size clients, I mean, I've had clients start to, you know, just continue down the path of numerical accomplishments. And I, and I, and, but it's exactly what you were just saying. Wouldn't it be more impactful if there were other things? Maybe you gave a day off a quarter for people to pursue, you know, charitable works in the community. Uh, again, I said, I, and I typically try to do what we always do and say, here are some examples yeah. of what other clients have listed in that handful of things. But I, I tell you, well, I, I have found that. To, to kind of be eye-opening, not for every client. Right, Some of them right, still right. can't get there. You know, they're not ready to be that. Right. But but right. boy, when people think of it, oh, I see what you're pointing on. I said, and I say, to me, that's the most impactful retention tool you can have. Right. If you can paint a picture three short years from now of a radically different company that has impacted the lives of your employees, of course, and your clients, but I'm talking about your employees. Why would anybody talk to anybody about another job? Right. There's no, there would be no interest. So, so that's kind so of my reaction. Having that conversation around the three-year picture. Yeah, that's yeah, where well, I liked it. And, and that feels better to me because that 10-year target is, is kind of out there. But that three-year <laughs> picture is right around the corner. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that's good. But, but three-year picture, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as we teach, you know, that's that's not perfect. You don't have to get it exactly right. Right. But boy, it's only three short years. But oh, yeah. What if you and, and, and if yeah. you're handing them copies of of the EOS Life at yeah, some yeah. point to read, then yeah. it, does, it yeah. seems like it's very appropriate. Ed, this has yeah. been just wonderful. I am so glad to to have the time with you. Been fun for me as well. Well, let's suppose you're standing up in the middle of a QC. Now, this is not a typical QC. This is one where everybody is there. All of the implementers are there. <laughs> What would you say to them? Well, you know, I actually had kind of had that experience in this past annual, if you think about it. Uh There were eight of us up on stage Uh who had been here from the beginning, and we were asked to make an observation. What would we say? And, And what I said then and what I would say now is, you know, embrace what's happening to you. Embrace all these feelings around you. I mean, look into this community. Learn to be vulnerable in this community and you will have it returned to you, you know, hundredfold, right? So I, I think, especially now when we're as large as we are, I would think it's a little more challenging, I don't know, um, for people to, in the midst of 400 people, right, to be vulnerable, uh-huh. to be willing to speak up. Now, we do a good job, I think, of reducing that to a table, you know, in a QCE. So it's not quite the same thing, but that's what I would really say to all future, current and future, uh, especially newer uh, implementers. You know, you can make this experience exactly as it was for me, as it was for Will. Um, You know, we were here a lot earlier and there were a lot fewer people, but in your MCE or in your T group or at that eight person table at the next UCE, wherever it is, right? Be that, you know, be the vulnerable person you want your clients to be. Um, so that that's my wish for everybody, because I think if you do that, you'll get it. Thanks so much, Ed. You have been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Way with Will Christ. If anything resonated with you, you can find tools to help you and your leadership team create a great life for everyone in your company at willchrist.com. Come and join the conversation at willchrist.com.